Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back. We are here with Stevie Don, and I am so excited to have her here. <laughs> we just had a really fun conversation, okay? So Stevie is, she's a business coach as well. She's made some major pivots in her business and seen some huge success, even though the coronavirus has been killing all of us, right? We're all used to hearing these stories now, but I am so stoked to have Stevie here to really talk about how she's been able to, to pivot that and help all of the people she's been coaching do the same thing. You know, we, we were talking about in the pre-interview, it's very, very easy to want to stick your head in the sand when these big moments happen. You know, we were both talking, we lost so much revenue, right? As the coronavirus happened. So we could have just been like, you know, what, we'll wait it out. We'll wait it out. And I cannot tell you how many people I hear say that. And I'm like, you are so dumb. You need to focus, pivot, make a pivot because that one year pivot could change the entire trajectory of your company. So Absolutely. Stevie, that was a huge, ridiculous intro, but I am excited to have you here. <laughs> so say what's up to everybody it. and we'll hop in. <laughs> I love it. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is amazing. What an amazing energy already. And I'm super excited. And you know, you said like stick your head in the sand and wait it out. Here's the thing. I think we as people have gotten way too good at waiting. Like, let's just wait. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until this happens. Then I'm going to be happy. I'm going to wait until this happens. Then I'm going to take the big trip. What are we waiting for? Like, really? We just need to do something, right? I mean, that's why I think my shark is the spirit animal for me, because I am all about like, we have to keep swimming or we die. Let's keep moving. So you are so right, Josh. I had to pivot. I had to make that step last year. And I, I know that so many people did with me. And it's just, it's easy to wait. It's hard to go. It and is. I think what we need right now is more of that go energy. Yeah. People are just, oh yeah, it drives me nuts. The the fear mentality, right? It's like, oh, we, we have to wait. We have to do this. I, I see that as cowardice first off, right? Because mm -hmm. you're too, you're unwilling to make these changes. And if you watch throughout any, you know, we, we talk about the recessions or the depression or any of these big things, the coronavirus hasn't yet caused like a complete recession from my understanding. I'm not very heavily involved in that stuff, but it was, it was a bomb on every industry. Mm -hmm. And the people who won were the ones who just said, Hey, let's pivot. I mean, my wife and I, this is one of the funniest stories, but my wife loves Chick-fil-A. Okay. We, we are big Chick-fil-A fans. And the problem yeah. is, in, or not the problem, the, the beautiful thing about Chick-fil-A is like in our town, there's, a, there's two drive-thrus. Coronavirus hits They're like, well, our store's closed. So they opened two more drive-thrus as four lanes coming into this Chick-fil-A. They're always- That's amazing. They're always- That's amazing. I would kill for that at our local Chick-fil-A right now because they are always <laughs> full at two and it's not enough. I wait an hour for my chicken. Oh, yes. Man. Oh my God. That's awesome. Tyson chicken nugget. That's what you're waiting for. I know, I know. Right. I know. <laughs> I know that, but I still do it every, actually, it's funny that you say that because we're literally, my husband and I talked about going to Chick-fil-A tonight. So <laughs> like, yep. seriously, while we're recording this, I'm going to later be having Chick-fil-A. You will just oh, remember that. <laughs> and for those of you who haven't had Chick-fil-A, go try their peach milkshake. I think it's during mm -hmm. well, Primo. It's That's amazing. not why we're here though, but go check that out. <laughs> They're not giving they any should, commission for that. I should. Have. I was gonna say they should totally sponsor this episode now because we just talked about how wonderful Chick Fil A is. Like you've amazing people promoting this. You guys obviously should give us a million dollars each, right? Indeed. 
All right, Stevie. Well, let's actually get on task. I mean, you and I are both very uh, energetic people when it comes to this stuff. So I think it's exciting to watch what you've done with your company. So I want to ask you, what would be your framework for somebody who is saying, I'm ready to stick my head in the sand because my business is falling apart. What would be your framework to help them get out of that and to pivot correctly? Yeah, I think the first question that we all have to ask ourselves is what's the best thing that could happen right now? Like a lot of us as, as adults, right? We ask ourselves, what's the worst thing that can happen? And we think that's a positive thing. What's the worst thing that could happen, you know? But the truth is all you're doing is then laying out for your brain all the terrible things that could possibly happen. And now your brain's gonna start saying, oh my God, those are gonna happen. So the first question I think we always need to ask ourselves when we get to that point of feeling like I just wanna stick my head in the sand, I don't know what to do. What's the best thing that could happen in this moment, right? The best thing that could have happened to me last year is all the business magically came back, right? A week later and everything was fine. But then once I asked myself, what's the best thing that can happen? The second question I have to ask myself is what can I do to make that happen, right? If we're just going to sit back and wait, then we're stuck on everybody else's timeline. And I don't agree with that. I don't think that's the way to live life. I lived that life for 10 years. And then I decided that that wasn't making me happy. I needed to do something different. So I think that second question of what can I do to make it happen? So what's the best thing that can happen? I could pay all my bills for my family. I could keep this roof over our head. Here are all the best things that could happen. How am I going to make them happen? And really just starting with one step. I think we think it takes big giant leaps. I think for most of us who've been successful, it's not a bunch of big giant leaps. It's a bunch of little tiny steps forward that later we look behind us and go, wow, that was a really long way back. And then it feels like, oh, it was just yesterday. It wasn't just yesterday. You worked really hard to get there. So what is just one little thing? That's always what I, I on my text community, I send them on Monday always the same text and they still comment on it every week. I don't know. I, I mean, it's templatized y'all. It's the same text every Monday, but it always says what's one thing you could do today to push it one inch, one inch. That's it. One thing you could do today to push it one inch. And when I work with my clients, that's what we work on one inch at a time, right? We're going to achieve amazing things in six months. But we got to start with just that one inch. And I think sometimes we let the big pictures freak us out because it's too big and overwhelming. So if you're at that point, what's the best thing that can happen? How do I make it happen? How do I move it one inch? If you keep to those three things, you're going to start moving. And that movement is going to get you traction on your dreams. Wow. What a potent sentence. <laughs> what do you do to push your business one inch? I mean, that's, yeah, very insightful. I love that because really... Even today, I'm just going to tell you, right? Today, earlier this morning, I had a panic moment and it's stupid. It happens no matter how far along you are in business, but you have True these panic it. moments like, and your brain immediately starts to spiral. You're like, oh man, well, we could not pay our employees. We have to fire people. We'd have, we'd lose our entire company. And by the end of it, you're like, I'm going to be living in a box. And that's like what it gets to. And then you take a step back and you're like, what? <laughs> brain? <laughs> um, right. It's, it's just funny because as you're saying, like, it doesn't, in those moments of crisis, even, right? right? Oh, how do we make 4,000 things happen so we can make this business get back to where it was or, or improve? But you're like, how can I move it an inch? You know, yeah. if you're a coach like we are, right? It's mm -hmm. who are four people I can reach out to right now? Yep. Say, 
this is what I do <laughs> and just see what happens, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, last year, right, when coaching wasn't the majority of my business, speaking was the majority of my business. One of the first things I did is exactly what you just said. I, I, I went a little bigger, though. I reached out to 10 people instead of four. You are go getter. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am the shark. So I reached out to 10 people who I knew were entrepreneurs, who I knew were probably feeling the same bomb that I was feeling. And I just said, what can I do to help you right now? How can I support you? What do you need? Right? How do we keep you afloat? And it was in, in that sense of service. And I think the best entrepreneurs are people who look at service and impact. But it was in that moment of service that I started to realize, number one, hey, this is a coaching program. I should create that. But number two, in helping them, I help myself, right? It gave me that one itch. So in, uh, in me reaching out to those 10 people, it wasn't about the sale. That reaching out was my one itch. But then in helping them find their one inch, I found my coaching spirit. I found this is what I need to do for people. And I created a whole new business on that. But it just started with that. Like you said, just thinking, how do I just reach out to a couple of people? And it doesn't have to be 10 or even four. You could reach out to one and that one person could move you one inch. It, we make it so much bigger than it has to be. Yeah. And I love that. And I mean, if you've been a listener of the show or anything in any sense of the word, you know that I heavily, heavily believe in collaboration and in value. And the number one thing, this is what I would recommend to move your company an inch is if you're stuck, reach out to the richest person that you know, that you could message on LinkedIn, the richest person and yes. say, here's a client for you. Mm-hmm. If you'll do that one thing, you'll you'll get business period. Because Absolutely. you'll say, Hey, I, I know these two people, or this one person who needs what you have, I'm going to link you two into a message. Watch what happens when you do that. It's the most beautiful thing because they'll just say, you know what? You've you've created a space in the universe. How do I fill it? Yeah. You know, one of the things I heard years ago that I've always kept with me is connecting the verb connecting equals cash. See, a lot of people say connections equal cash, which means your connections equal cash, which is true. I totally get that. But I love the idea of the connecting, the verb. You actually connecting other people will bring cash into your pocket, which is just what you said. And, you know, when I started this company seven years ago, my whole first year, I did nothing except connect to people and make connections for people. That's all I did my whole first year. And every client I got out of that was all word of mouth, was all referral. I didn't have funnels then. I didn't have marketing. I didn't have a webinar. I just had me making connections and connecting people together. And you're so right. When you do that active service and you link to people, it always comes back to you. Always, always, always. And I love that because that's the way you build a coaching business. Yeah. We we interviewed, what was it? 150 entrepreneurs who had made well over a million dollars. And we asked them, what would you do if you had to start from scratch? What, What would be your business model? And you had no money. And they're like, well, if I had zero dollars, all I would do is get on LinkedIn and do exactly what we just said. Yeah. Start connecting people and just watch. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. saying, I could build a six-figure business in two weeks doing that. Yep. Crazy thing is you watch time and time again. And people think, well, they've got to be doing something magical. No. All they're doing is making connections. It's just crazy. Yeah. If you're bored, 
sit down and make connections on LinkedIn. <laughs> yes. Not connected. Yes. Connect if you don't know what to do, always do that. <laughs> always do that. Absolutely. It's so true though. That That is so powerful. And, you know, people think it's, well, this person has all this money in ads or all this money in their team or all these things that I don't have, but we all have the ability to connect other people. That That's something we all possess and it costs you zero dollars. Best investment you can make. I love it. And, and that's the thing is that's, that's just one way to move things an inch. Mm-hmm. And since you've been asking this question so often to your, your audience of people, what have you felt like have been other really great ways to move your company an inch? Yeah. So, you know, a couple of client stories kind of stand out. One person, it was just moving your company an inch meant actually admitting you had a company. That may be what you need right now, right? She was in this place of, I have this big idea. I have this thing I want to do, and it's going to touch people. It's going to change people's lives, and I know it, and I feel it. But her need to be a perfectionist, her need to be liked by everyone, her need to have it all planned out and organized before she did it meant she didn't do it. And so I had literally had her kind of in my tribe for three years, and she had made zero dollars with this great idea. So sometimes moving your company an inch is just admitting you had a company. One of the number one things she did is she went online and actually told people what she was doing. What a thought. And she immediately had people take action, right? I did that a year ago. Now, a year ago, 2020 in January. So it was before all of this happened. Um, I had an idea for a product, right? And I had been sitting on it for months. I had an idea. I had been sitting on it, though. I've been waiting, Right. What can I do to move an inch? I literally made a post on my personal Facebook page on a Tuesday night. I'll never forget. Tuesday night, seven o'clock. By 8.30 p.m., I had 45 responses of people wanting information on when it came out. That was it, right? An hour and a half later, I already have four, 45 people who are interested. And that actually turned into 10 sales. But all I did was make a post. Like sometimes we think it's these big things, it's not. So it could just be saying, hey, I have a company. That's one example. Another example I have is when you're trying to move your company an inch, always think about top of funnel. How do you get more eyeballs onto you, onto what you're doing? Eyeballs are the magic at the beginning. And so if you need to move your company one inch, what can you do? For me, It was as a speaker last year going, okay, well, speaking engagements are not happening. Uh, I'll do a webinar. Take that same skill set I already have and let me make it virtual, right? Just that little pivot, that little tweak wasn't a big deal, but it got so many more eyes on my stuff than I could have gotten before. So anytime I'm stuck, I always ask myself, what's one thing I can do that's going to get more eyeballs, whether it's being on a podcast or doing a Facebook Live, or doing a webinar. It, it doesn't have to be super planned out. It doesn't have to be something you wait six months to do. But just something that gets a new pair of eyeballs on you, that's going to that's gonna turn around for you later. So again, I think we make it so complicated, but just putting yourself out there and focusing on those new eyeballs, that's going to be the difference maker. See, and wow, brilliant. You're speaking to my soul here because it's, I mean, that's the, the big problem. I know for myself for years, this is one of the biggest mental roadblocks for me was I would, I would go and anytime there was downtime, everybody's has it, right? You're like, okay, I'm supposed to be working 80 hours today. And, and I get to a point where I might 
oh, I have three hours left. What should I be doing? Right. Mm-hmm. If you're ever questioning that it's drive eyeballs, like you're saying, it's all yeah. about the eyeballs, all about the eyeballs. And yeah. my, my initial reaction, my response, that would always be, oh, I'll go work on my funnel. Oh, I'll go write an email or something mm-hmm. or like perfect yeah. an email that's already being read. Right. It's, it's these things that we, we try to put ourselves into the most convenient place, but we won't go out and just say, this is what I'm doing. I love that example with that lady. Yeah. This is what yeah. I do. Make a, make a two minute post. Yeah. Write it. And she, and, <laughs> and she launched her product three weeks later and was full sold out 15 spots. Boom. You know, her first time ever being in business. All it took was one little post to get her started. Like, and that, and that's the thing. What's that? Just that one little thing that you can do and getting eyeballs on your stuff is the best thing you can do, but you're so right. We go to the convenient things like me, right. As a presenter, as a speaker, Oh, I'll go update my PowerPoint slides. Like that actually makes any bit of difference to anything I do. Right. But, Oh, let me go do that. Let me tweak my logo. Ooh, maybe I need new branding colors. Oh my gosh. Right. These are not the things we need to be spending our time on. If you can't figure out what to spend your time on, please promise me you will always spend it on marketing because those are the things that are going to matter in the end and all that other stuff. You can tweak it later. Spend your time with the people. That's what's going to make the difference. See, and, and this is just so beautiful because like you said, it's, it, it doesn't have to be anything uncomfortable. You're talking no. about do something that's just so easy that comes naturally yes. to you. Could you yes. post a picture on Instagram? Is that something that you like to do? Maybe not even of yourself. Could you reshare a post and share your thoughts mm-hmm. about it, promoting yeah. what you're doing? Could you yeah. make one connection, right? For people like me, I people probably don't know this because of the podcast, I have to be high energy, but I'm a very introverted person. Mm-hmm. If I get into a group of people, I do not want to be the one talking. Like I want to be hidden in the corner. Like we get around family reunions. I'm the one playing with the kids, right? Because kids are understanding and they're fun. And I can act like an idiot and they don't care. So I love being <laughs> around kids. But if I'm, you know, if you're, if you're introverted like me, the, the, the easiest thing for you to do is you like those one-on-one connections. Instead of feeling like you have to make a post, like we've talked about, reach out to one person and say, hey, who do you want to connect with? Let me see if I can find somebody in my network right now that I can connect you with. People love that. And if you do it, it just creates space. It just creates a hole in the universe. Everybody needs it. They do. And, you know, I think one of the biggest downfalls to a lot of people, especially starting out, is not taking the time to truly network and prospect at the level that we probably need to be doing as business owners. So like I'm, my tribe knows this because I say it so often. So for those of you that are listening, um, yes, I'm talking about prospecting. Again, it's one of my favorite (laughs) topics Um, because I have a system. I have a system for it and you implement the system, you're gonna make money. But the key to the system is consistently connecting to people you already know. Because the truth of the matter is people forget each other. We forget people. They're not in our line of sight. If they're not a good friend you talk to all the time, they forget that you exist. They forget what you do for work. How many of us of entrepreneurs have been someplace where somebody is like, so what do you do again? I mean, I think you have your own company, but I don't know what you do, right? We need to connect to people. So one of the things I do as part of my prospecting is every week, I send out 10 emails for virtual coffees, 10 a week to people already in my network, people I already know, but I haven't spoken to in three months, six months, a year, whatever it's been. And I just reach out and say, hey, hey, right now, hey, it's March of 2021. What's the world looking like for you? 
let's get together. Let's chat, do virtual coffee chats, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I try and schedule about five to six a week, but I send out 10 requests a week. And that brings me so many connections and referrals because what I do on that call is I update them on where I am. They update me on where they are. And we both say, oh, this is somebody I need to introduce you to. This is somebody I need to connect you to. Let me do that. Sometimes we do it while we're on the Zoom. Like we're like, hey, let me just do it right now so I don't forget. But that process can make you hundreds of thousands of dollars just being consistent and reaching out to your own network. It's not always about the new. It's not always get 500 new people. I mean, 500 new people is great. But sometimes there's five people you already know who could bring in 500 new people if you just talk to them. So how do you every week be consistent in reaching out and making those connections? Wow. See, and I, lo I love that. See, Sorry, I got on my soapbox. That's no, my soapbox I'm prospecting, man. You want to see my pages of notes I have over here? <laughs> And the thing is, it's like, it was sparking little ideas. And I'm like, ah, I'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to this. Um, but this, this is the beautiful thing, right? And I love, I love that we're giving people a bunch of ideas because the goal is to help you move an inch. And that's, that's really what Stevie's all about. And, and I love that because there's so many different tactics. And I was about to share another one, but I think I'm just going to make it a free piece of content for everybody. Here's like yes. five different ways that you can move the, move the thing an inch. Beautiful. Love that. Please do. Please do. <laughs> I love that idea. I so, love that idea. And you should totally make one too, because you probably have 400 responses from people. Here are my <laughs> 105 top favorite things I, I, I heard from this. So anyways, so yeah, Stevie's all about helping people move, move their business an inch. So Stevie Don, I want to ask you one question here really quick. How can people get into your world? Because this is what you do. Your yeah. job is to move them an inch. Oh my gosh. And I love to do it. Like I literally like, this is my favorite thing in the world. Um, so yes. So number one, follow me on all the social medias. It's at Dr. Stevie Don. There's only one of us in the world right now, at least that I know of, at least with that hashtag and handle. So we're good. Uh, so at Dr. Stevie Don all together, and you're going to find me on all the social stuff. And I love to connect. So please do that. The other thing, and here's what I want to offer to you. One of the things that helps us to move an inch is all up here between our ears. It's in our mind. We got to get our mind right if we're going to get the business right. And so I have 10 mindset strategies that I make all of my clients use. And I would like you to have those 10 mindset strategies. And it is called get your mind right because that's what we need to do. So <laughs> if you pull out your phone and you text the word compass, C-O-M-P-A-S-S, -S, compass, as in point your compass towards success, point your compass towards happiness, whatever you want to do. If you text the word compass to the number 66866, that's again the word compass to 66866. It's going to ask for your email. You pop that in. I'm going to send you the 10 mindset strategies, and those are going to help you move an inch. And if you did all 10, that's 10 inches. And that's a lot. That was about to go somewhere. We didn't need it to go, but yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, so I just got totally wrapped up in it. So get the 10 mindset strategies, move your business an inch text compass to six, six, eight, six, six. That is glorious. So make sure you go check that out. Compass to six, six, eight, six, six. Very easy to remember. Make sure you go get those 10 tips, but I have one final question for you, Stevie down before we hop off here, you have worked with so many entrepreneurs. So I think you're going to have a great um, response to this question. Okay. 
So if you could leave one final parting piece of guidance for an entrepreneur, what would that be? Well, I'm going to go with my favorite phrase, be the shark. That, that's it. Be the shark. You know, sharks own their ocean. They have a laser-like sight on their prey. They will pivot and tweak an inch at a time to hit their target. Sharks don't worry about what other sharks are thinking or doing or about the guppies or the octopi or whatever else is in their ocean because they know they own it. And I think one of the things we do is we fall behind and we fall short and we make ourselves wait because we're so thinking about everybody else. So the number one piece of advice I can give anybody is to own your ocean and be the shark. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan Podcast. If you want to fill your favorite platform with dream customers, then come join myself and thousands of others of hosts at theluckytitan.com slash tribe. Here you can find guests for your show, get featured on other shows, and discover the secrets to building an audience of raving fans. So once again, go create your free account at theluckytitan.com slash tribe.